police officers of Reddit. What's the weirdest thing you've caught teenagers or kids doing that is illegal but you found hilarious? I feel like a cop has a story about me and two other people. Here it goes. I was 20 at the time and was at an outdoor party with a lot of friends. Late fall, 50 degrees or so, no leaves left on the trees. Roughly 50 to 60 people, mostly underage, and we were wasted. My friend's parents lived in a nice part of a bad area and owned an inflatable bounce house business. They had everything set up. A bounce house, sumo suits, massive slides, all sorts of fun stuff. Around 10.30, it's getting loud, and the police show up. Someone yells, COPS, RUN! and everyone starts running. I decide to join the crowd and end up hiding in a bush with two other people. Then reality hits. I'm wearing a white hoodie, the guy next to me has a neon yellow hoodie, and the girl had a freaking glow necklace on. The bush? No freaking leaves on it. Right then the cops walk up and starts laughing and asks, really guys? and shines the flashlight directly on us. He instructs us to head back to the driveway with the other captives and gives all of us a pretty hilarious speech. Seriously, we are the Flint Police Department. We have a million things better to do than chase down a bunch of wasted miners. We were just coming by to tell you to keep the noise down. Now we were pouring out all of your drinks and calling your parents. Now we're even. I kinda had a similar experience once when I was young and foolish. A large group of underage kids were at a party one night and then we decided to go grab some food. I was quite wasted and having difficulty walking on my own. So a couple of friends were holding me up. After a while, a couple of cop cars pulled into the street that we were walking down and all of my friends scrambled. One of the guys holding me up grabs my open bottle of booze out of my hand before running off. So I am left standing on my own in the middle of the street, very obviously wasted. And the cop comes up to me, asks if I had been drinking, and I tell him yes at a party. They ask me if I have any booze on me and tell them yes, I do in my backpack. The cop just says, thanks for being honest, we knew about your party, and it all seemed under control there and you guys can drink at a private place, but you can't be drinking in public. You're gonna have to pour out that drink that you have in your backpack where I can see it. Then you need to go and find your buddy who took that open bottle off you and tell him that you owe him one, because you would be in serious trouble if we found you with that open bottle. Now have a good night and don't get into any more trouble. Then he just walks back to the car with the other guys and drives off. Took me about 20 minutes to find my friends and tell them what happened. One of them just starts laughing out loud saying that he was hiding in a bush nearby and watched the whole thing go down and thought I was about to get super busted. I only ever went to one party where the cops showed up. It felt like a rite of passage to run away when they showed up. Wouldn't do that today though. Had a cop search my backpack once and found a couple of drinks and a box of pee-pee balloons. I was with my friends at the time, so he was like, why are there three drinks, a box of pee-pee balloons, and only two dudes? I was speechless. To be fair, officer, now there's three. Raunchy music intensifies. My brother was a cop who worked nights in Minneapolis. One snowy night near the U of M campus, he noticed a car weaving. So he pulled them over thinking there would be booze involved. Nope, it was a car full of deaf people having an argument which included the driver. He just told the driver not to sign and drive. Dude, that for sure is a real thing and it's scary stuff. I have hearing impaired friends that are horrible drivers and of course they leave the dome light on in the car to be able to communicate at night, which doesn't help the cause. I mean, I understand it must be boring to drive and not be able to listen to music, but man, that's so scary when they're trying to sign with somebody in the back seat. I've taken a couple of sign language courses in my day and I never thought about doing signs while driving. I can totally see how that could be really scary. 
Not a cop, but I do have a radio scanner. Dispatcher. Reports of a teenager riding a skateboard unclothed down Westway. Cop. Is the suspect carrying a suspicious package? Yes, sir. His package appears to be fluorescent green. I'd say that's pretty suspicious. My brother is a cop, and he told me that one time he got a call at 9.30 in the morning for a suspicious person sitting in their car in our neighborhood. My bro goes up to him and asks him what he's doing. Dude is waiting for his wife to leave for work so he can go back home to play WoW all day instead of go to his own job. My bro tells him to go wait somewhere else because he's freaking out the neighbors. To clarify a few things, the guy was parked in a different neighborhood than his own because he was hiding from his wife until she left the house. So nobody knew him and it's obviously suspicious to be idling your car in front of some random house in a neighborhood while kids are going to school. It's not illegal, but he took the good advice to go wait somewhere else, preferably more public like a Walmart parking lot or something. Also, the dude was scared as hell that the cops were going to tell his wife that he was hiding from her because he wanted to go back home and play video games. My brother, of course, doesn't give two craps about that. He just wants the dude to go somewhere else so people would stop calling about it and causing him needless work. I'm not sure who's weirder here. The guy who's got nothing better to do than poorly hide from his wife so he can go play video games all day, or the neighbors who have nothing better to do than look out the window all day. Hey now, I will say, if you have ever had your car broken into or have had something stolen from your house, everyone becomes suspicious after that. So I can't hate on the neighborhood watch types too much, but they shouldn't be calling the cops. My friend had a bunch of prop arms and legs in his car, you know, college. He and his other friend were trespassing in the Northfield tunnels, Google it, and then they get back to their car where a cop is waiting. He asks to see what's in the trunk, so they open it. He jumps back a sec and quickly realizes the arms and legs are fake and he hasn't caught some type of serial killer. Then he gives them a very stern, shut the hell up, look as he calls his partner from the car to come look at this. All shaky voiced. As he tells my friend and his friend to put their hands up, hella serious. The other cop comes over, looks in the trunk and freaks the freak out, screams and runs away back to the cop car. At which point the first cop busts out laughing and tells my friend, he, he was in Vietnam. And then he does the get out of here gesture and sends them on their way. So basically he used my friends to pull a super cruel practical joke on his partner. I had a friend who was a barber, so he always had those creepy mannequin heads in his car and all over his house. You know, the kind that they used to practice cutting hair? Well, one night he was getting pulled over for a minor traffic violation. License and registry, I'm gonna ask you to get out of your car and put your hands behind your head! So he cuffs my buddy and sits him down on the curb and then searches the car. And he pulls a mannequin head out of the back seat and he's like, Oh, thank God. Why do you have this in your car? My buddy explains that he's going to barber school and they practice on those things. So then he and the cop, both super stressed out at this point, sit on the curb and share a cigarette. We got a call about kids, probably 11 or 12 years old, jumping across backyards. They were looking for something to steal, I guess. We searched for them for about 15 minutes. Just as I was starting to get bored with it, I hear laughing coming from a drain pipe. It's about four feet tall. My mate and I decide to head in. About 30 meters down the tunnel, I can see this kid bent over on all fours, pants down around his ankles. His mate is bent over, sitting on his back while the first kid's exposing his rear end. There is a third kid kneeling next to the first kid's full moon holding a lighter. They were in the midst of doing blue angels, aka lighting farts in a dark tunnel. I had no freaking clue what to say. We told them to come out of the drain with us. 
I advised them not to tell any of their friends what they were doing in that tunnel because they would probably get the wrong reputation. And I ended up driving them within a block of one of the kids' houses so the parents didn't see that they got caught. Come out with your pants up! I was a cop in the Air Force. We had just gone into a higher threat level, and around 11 at night, I saw three people in an empty, dark field near some power lines with shovels and a garden hoe. My partner and I decided to stop them and see what was going on, because it didn't look like civil engineering or anyone that should be out there around that hour. So we go up and see that they're about 14 or 15 years old, and they're all sweating and out of breath. We asked them what they're digging for, and they all say that they weren't digging, which after looking around, we didn't see any dug up dirt. So my partner asked what they're doing, and they hesitantly answered that they were LARPing. One of their dads shows up and scolds them, telling them how shady they look, apologizing to us, and we send them all back to the dad's house, which was about 100 yards away. I hold back my laughter until I get back to the car, where I have to explain to my partner what LARPing is and why I'm laughing. Imagine your LARPing skills being so good that the cops get called on you. My brother was once jumping his bike off the end of a public boat dock behind the city hall which also housed our police station. They had it tethered so it wouldn't get lost on the bottom. A cop came out and watched for a while and said, I'm fairly certain something about that is illegal, but I can't figure out what it is and that looks like fun, so be safe, and walked back inside. There weren't a lot of local kids, but they all knew that we had no issue if they wanted to stop by and do some jumps as long as they reeled the bike in and cleared the mud off afterwards. One day, a bunch of us were taking turns doing jumps and basically just messing around at the lake. When this cottage kid from down the road rides up on his brand new, very expensively tricked out BMX bike, he parks up on the road a few hundred feet away from us watching, then sees his chance and just freaking hurdles his way down the ramp. A couple people try to wave him off, but this kid just goes for it, nails it at a blistering fast speed, and flies three or four times faster than any of us could ever go with the tether. He pops out of the lake waving his fist in the air, shouting and carrying on like he just stole an Oscar from Leo. He swims back to shore and everyone is just staring at him while he carries on. Eventually, one of the girls just says, Dude, was that a new bike? The kid's face just kind of crumpled up in defeat. We all chipped in and tried to find the bike, but our lake is flooded farmland and the bottom is six or seven feet of quicksand like mud. We dove, we drudged, we poked with paddles, nothing. Kid got in so much trouble, I don't think his parents ever bought him another bike. My friend and I were skateboarding around in front of a coffee shop. Big scary security guard came over, grabbed a skateboard, rode it around the parking lot, did an ollie and a kickflip and then gave it back and left. We're talking 350 pounds, probably 35 to 40 year old man. Our jaws were on the floor. It's always nice to hear cool cop stories instead of the awful ones you hear on the news nowadays. A few years ago, a friend and I were walking home through a residential estate, wasted, after a night out. About halfway home, a police car pulls up next to us and says that they need to talk to us. They said that the CCTV in the area had observed us entering several front gardens. Since we were wasted, we tried to explain that we had been going into people's gardens and swapping around flower pots, hanging baskets and garden ornaments with their next door neighbors. One of the cops was laughing a lot and the other seemed really confused. Luckily, they got another call and just let us carry on our way. 
I got a call about two kids, maybe teenagers, smoking herb in their parked truck down by the duck pond. You know the one. Anyways, I contacted them and they were very respectful and insisted on filming me on their cell phones while I spoke to them. I told them I wasn't interested in their herb, still illegal in my state, but I wanted to make sure they got home safe that the driver was sober enough to operate the vehicle. I did a basic field sobriety test on the driver and determined he was good to drive, all while his buddy was filming every movement and interaction. So I decided to have a little fun. By the end of the evaluation, I had the very nervous driver doing the YMCA, sprinkler move, and a janky version of the robot before he finally realized what was happening. His buddy filming realized right away, his defensive lawyer cameraman posture dissolved into a wasted kid that was now having a good time again. The driver broke down and busted up laughing before shaking my hand and hopping in his truck. The cameraman gave me a fist bump and just said, thank you, in a way that I took as, wow, good to know some of you are human. It's annoying that we have to live with this stigma that gets portrayed by popular media, and quite frankly, some of us deserve it, but it's still nice to know when you get through to someone. I mean, really alter their perception and break down a barrier put up by others. Cops are here to make sure people don't hurt one another. That's it. If you're going to hurt someone else, even if it's just a strong possibility, I'm your worst enemy. But if you're just swaying from societal norms that change like the weather and being yourself, have at it, man. You only live once. Okay, time to get off my soapbox. I didn't catch them, but when I arrived at my first station after graduating from the academy, I was talking to some of the guys who had been there a while. I asked if they knew my cousin who lived in the patrol area. Turns out they did. They had a call a few years back of some kids driving around, pulling up next to cars at traffic lights and waving a huge pleasure stick at the drivers, laughing hysterically then driving off. They were pulled over, brought down to the station, and parents were notified. There was one old timer who was a bit of a jerk, telling me that my cousin was a pervert, as were his friends. But the other guys said that they thought it was hilarious when it happened, and they never charged the kids with anything. I still mess with my cousin about this every time I see him. I'm pretty sure the Second Amendment protects the rights to pleasure sticks. When I was a teen living in the Phoenix area, we would fill up the back of a pickup with shaved ice from behind the ice rink and then build snowmen in people's yards. We would do it at night before ringing the doorbell and driving away. One time, a neighbor called the cops after hearing a couple of teens sneaking around outside. The cop came by and found out what we were doing. Instead of getting after us, he told us to follow him somewhere. We ended up making a snowman in his own front yard. He rang the doorbell and hid around the corner while his wife and their kids came outside. There are some good cops out there. Not all of them are like the ones you see shooting people without cause. Not a cop, but I was a soldier in the Army National Guard after 9-11. This informs the rest of my story. We were tasked with securing our armories immediately after 9-11 in case anyone decided to attack a soft target. This involves 24-7 armed security by soldiers with M16s in camouflage and body armor. This was immediately after the attacks, and for those who weren't old enough to remember it, stuff was weird at that time. Well, me and several fellow soldiers were guarding our couple acre compound in the middle of a small city. Adjacent to this compound was a park with baseball fields that teenagers would go to, hook up, and party. 
Well, a blacked out car pulled down the road one night and my buddy was conducting a roving patrol that night, complete with night vision goggles. Well, they weren't in our compound, but they were pretty suspicious. So we called local law enforcement. By this time, I had met my fellow soldier out back to keep an eye on them. Four cop cars come screaming down this entrance and draw their weapons. These kids were terrified. When they found out the cops were called, they asked who called. The cops shined their lights over at us and there stood three soldiers in camouflage with helmets, tactical vests, night vision goggles, and M16 staring back at them. We never saw that car again. I can only imagine the stories that they tell their friends. They were released and as far as I know, no charges were brought against them. I'm pretty sure when those kids talk about that story, they end up saying, it was just like COD, bro. One of my friends from a couple of semesters ago was a cop a few cities over. He was a cool guy and we worked on our first class presentation together. Anyways, I'm sitting in my car before our class at 7 p.m. and I decided I'm going to smoke before class. This class was required, but almost insultingly easy. I usually walk around the parking lot with my J, but security guards were doing their rounds. And while they have a reputation of being pretty laid back, I didn't want to take a chance. So I'm in my car lighting up and casually reading my textbook. It's getting kind of smoky in my car, so I look around and then I crack a window to let the smoke out. Then when I saw security was gone, I rolled the window all the way down, ashed my J, and put it back in my mouth and got back to reading. Then out of the corner of my left eye, I see a cop car coming my way. It passed behind me and I didn't think anything of it because at this point I was already zoned out. When I realized that the J was still in my mouth, I got one of those sharp pains of terror that starts in your chest and shoots all the way up to your head. And your wasted brain is like, freak, we're freaked up, man. I started looking around for the cop car and I didn't see it. Then I looked out my passenger window and was like, Man, thank God my windows are tinted. It was at this moment that I noticed my driver's side window wasn't as dark as it usually is. My brain is thinking, maybe it has to do with the placement of the light? Maybe it's because I'm closer to it? Is it because I, oh freak, it's because I left it open? After that realization, I saw headlights again and I just knew it was the cop car. Sure enough, the berries come on and over the speaker I hear, show me your hands. I do as he says and I show him my hands. Open the door from the outside and step outside of the vehicle. So I do just that. Hands, hands, I want to see them. Oh Christ almighty, they think I'm a dealer or something, and I can't even explain myself. I'm so freaking zoned out right now. Put your hands on the roof of the vehicle and take one step back. Crap, I can do this. Don't move those goddamn hands. Oh man, oh man, oh man. Now twerk. What? Twerk. Wait, did he just tell me to twerk? What the freak? I turn around and look at the cop car, and then I just hear... Twerk, 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 hands on the car and twerk, twerk, twerk. At this point, I'm not sure what to do or think. The officer gets out of his car and it's the dude from my class. He said he saw me smoking up in my car and wanted to mess with me. I don't know how to explain what it felt like going to class after that. Hey now, I think it's fair game for cops to mess with you if they catch you doing something illegal. I think getting embarrassed is better than getting arrested. I rolled up on a group of kids trespassing on a patch of land at night. They didn't know they were technically breaking the law because there was no signage when they came in. I planned to tell them that they needed to leave, but one of them took me aside and told me that they were taking an out-of-town friend on a snipe hunt as a much-deserved act of revenge. I couldn't resist and I joined in. 
Winks and nods were exchanged. I called my shift on a radio back channel and the snipe hunter was called front and center. I informed him that the snipe is an endangered species and that the act of hunting one was a felony punishable by 10 years in prison and a $10,000 fine. All of his conspirators denied snipe hunting, saying that they were just stargazing and didn't know the guy that was doing the hunting. He was just standing there, wide-eyed, and literally holding a bag of snipe stick in his other hand. He stuttered and stammered an excuse and insisted the conspirators were lying. About that time, three more cruisers appeared, lights and all, as if choreographed. We all stepped aside and the sheriff himself made an entrance and assessed the whole situation. Dead silence. After he made the inquiries, we all busted out laughing. The whole otherwise very slow night was captured in a group photo, complete with the victim, his friends, my shift, and the sheriff. Man, this must have been hilarious. I wish I met some cops like that when I was younger. The only one I met threatened to take my friend to jail because he had a license plate on his bike that we found in a ditch. Then the cop banned all of us from skating on one of the largest streets in my city, when we didn't really do anything. It's interactions like that that make some people dislike cops in my opinion. That's it for this video. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. It's linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.